the comic book pit. Okay. Skypeverse is uh, a co-host. Got Scott the Duke Headland. What's up? Got Caitlin, uh, nickname Pending. <laughs> <laughs> Cop Millward. Hey. And Brandon Link, Cop Millward. Hello. So, um, yeah, we're not in the studio this week. We're just, uh, we're just doing a old school Skype session. Uh, I'm sorry, Link, did I just cut you off? Yeah, no, that's okay. Uh, I was going to ask if this is the uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin episode because it's 316. <laughs> oh, oh it nice. is. It is three. Yes. <laughs> that's right. I, I, I'm wearing, in fact, right now I'm just, I'm just wearing a, a leather vest with no shirt. <laughs> smashing a couple of beer cans but that's that's really like any thursday night yeah you know. what? <laughs> um so yeah this is going to be uh probably mostly uh comic reviews but uh we're gonna kind of freestyle it tonight so whatever happens happens and we apologize in advance and uh i'm gonna do a little bit of housekeeping real quick i just want to make a couple of announcements uh first we uh, we have a listener survey out there. You can find it on any one of our social media sites, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. So if you're a, you know, a listener and if you got things to say, we want to hear it. So, uh, you know, find the, the link on any one of those sites and, uh, let us know what you think about the show. And there's, you know, a whole bunch of questions on there to, to answer. Um, and then also, we are hosting a our first ever drink and draw with the guys from the McSauce Comic Book Podcast on Sunday, July twenty eighth at the at uh, Brew Gentleman in Braddock uh, from two to five, and that should be a lot of fun. If you're into drinking, if you're into drawing, if you're you know into both, you know it's cool. Just come and hang out. Um, you don't have to sign up or anything. You can just come and hang out. And uh, Brew Gentleman is, is a great place. I don't know if you guys have ever been there. But no. It, 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 no. It's a real nice place. It's real It's real chill. It's real laid back and relaxed. And um, we're going to be in their their new outdoor section. They they just uh, renovated this this lot behind the, the, the tap room. And uh, it looks real nice. So uh, they they just unveiled it like a couple of weeks ago. Nice. So yeah, it should be a lot of fun. So um, there's more information about that again on all of our social media sites. Um, so 
like I said, yeah, if you if you're into you know craft beer or if you like drawing or if you just like hanging out and you know shooting the breeze, come on out. Should be a lot of fun, and you can watch some of us draw. <laughs> some of us draw. Yeah. Yeah. Or you can watch Scott Trace. Working title. Yeah, working title. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Draw Trace. You yeah. Know, uh, pretend to move a pencil around over a piece of paper. He's a tracer. <laughs> so that's the that's the end of my announcements. Um, oh, nice. Uh, no, no official announcement for the swap yet. No, not yet. Okay. No, but but thank you for reminding me. So just I'll, I'll just put it out there. <laughs> um, yeah, I uh, we are working on organizing a comic swap. Which if um, if you've uh, been a listener of uh, the pit for a while, we we do this periodically. We haven't done one probably in about two years. I think that was the last one at like my house. Yeah, was yep. yeah, yeah, yep, uh, in your basement. In, yeah, in our basement. Yep. Um, at our old apartment in Regent Square, we had this big basement, and it was perfect for like a swap. Um, our, our, ironically, we have a house now, not an apartment, and our basement is like a quarter of the size of what we had <laughs> in our apartment. I'm like, how does that work? Um, and you know, it, we have a nice big yard, but I don't know. If, but I'd have to like rent a tent or something because you know, yeah. Pittsburgh. Oh, it'll totally rain that day. Yeah, yeah. Right. if if there if if we're planning to have paper products outside, it will definitely rain. <laughs> yeah. But we are working on organizing a, a comic swap, and that's a lot of fun. And it, it's literally what it sounds like. You can you can bring comics and just trade them with other people. There's no cost involved. Um, or if you don't have – even if you don't have any comics to swap, just come and take some comics because generally yeah, – I... <laughs> yeah. I've never seen a one-to-one comic exchange at one oh, of these yeah. things. No, <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, I, I guess that's a little misleading. It's not like I'll give you one of these if you give me one of those. It's just yeah. like we're just trading each other's unwanted mm-hmm. comics. It, it works. It's, it's it's awesome because it works too. It, it's like nobody really count, keeps count of like, you know, how many books, who's taken what. You just end up diving in, and then everybody. Is like, wait a minute! I still have the same amount of books, but yeah. I have all different. I have different <laughs> yeah. books now. Yeah. You know? So. And then it shuffles um, out. Yeah, it kind of yeah, it kind of evens out a little bit, unless you're just like, you're like, nope, I'm not taking any. Take all my crap. Right. You know? Yeah. The the real pro tip is just leave them at Dan's house. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Don't just leave. That's right. Then well, he has yeah. to deal with it. Yeah. Well. well. Uh, Link has grown a lot over the years saying that because I remember the one that he went to Nick Marino or someone had to give him a yeah. ride home because he brought home <laughs> three like three long boxes, three long oh. boxes of comics. Oh my god, that is I yep. don't remember that. That is hilarious. Yeah, that, I think that was the, the the tiny one at Nick Marino's apartment. Oh, okay. That was also the one we showed up a week early. And he answered the door shirtless. Well, he just got out of the shower, and I was like, hey, Nick, what's going on? That sounds like I don't hear a week early. Yeah, I can't picture Nick any other way, actually. So. <laughs> so. That, that is, oh, my God, that's funny. Yeah. Well, well, and it's funny that you mentioned the, the leftover aspect of it. So the other thing that we did, or that, yeah, that we did last time was um, I offered that anyone who brought comics that didn't want to that just didn't want them 
um, and just didn't want to take them home, could leave them. And then what what I did was, um, or what we did was, we donated them to uh, Schumann Juvenile Detention Center. So uh, that's right. Yep. Nice. Yeah. So and they they were, you know, they're really appreciative, and they said, you know, this how much that the the, the kids enjoyed them, and they even um, I don't know if it if it ever came to pass because I I haven't talked to them in a while, but. Um, the last thing I heard from the my contact over there was they were actually um, talking about starting like some sort of like uh, comic book club or some sort of like you know not class but you know what I mean like some sort of group yeah um, yeah like a discussion group or yeah. something so so that was pretty cool you know so it's just you know your your unwanted uh, you know crap could be like something that somebody really needs for their collection or it could be something that, you know, some, uh, some kid, you know, brings a little bit of joy to, you know, to their life. So, yeah. So now, now we're getting all cool. heavy. Start yeah. The, start, yeah. The, start the violin music. <laughs> Sarah McLaughlin walks out. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Is that, that damn animal commercial? Yeah. And it comes the eyes of the angel playing. And... Yeah. All right. So anyway, so that's, yeah, so that's, that's all I've got as far as announcements and such, Excellent. but, um, yeah, there'll be hopefully more, uh, more information about the swap forthcoming and, uh, we'll, we'll keep reminding people about the, uh, about the survey and about the brew gentleman drink and draw. Uh, I'm, I'm really excited for that. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. No uh, doubt. Yeah. So, cool. all right. Yeah. So does anyone, uh, want to. Does anybody have anything pressing? Anything they just want to get? They just want to jump off with? Anything uh, they've been dying to talk about? Ah, uh, no. There, no. there are things I want to talk about, but I'm not going to go first. On Scott's it. like, no. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, I, I might still make you go first, Scott. Uh, <laughs> did, you read The Walking Dead, right? Some big yeah. stuff happened, apparently. Yeah, there you go. See, I didn't want to bring it up. I mean, I, I'm so far behind, I don't know what's going on in the comic, but I assume I have a, a vague idea. Yeah. Well, I went I'm and not spoiled gonna... it for myself because I'm, I'm so far behind and I don't really care. Well, are, well, are you guys saying you, you're okay with spoilers? or? Um, I, I would not mention spoilers because it's something I plan on reading it. Then I, you know. Yeah, then it's really a tough subject to really discuss then. Okay. Then that's kind of why, I honestly, I've... I have wanted to talk about it like with different people, but I'm just like I I I don't I kind of don't want to either. Like I just want to, you know, uh, mull mull it some more. Okay. Mull on it. Yeah. So uh, it's definitely a good definitely. Okay. So you're saying the vaguest of terms is it good or bad? <laughs> depends. 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 On your, okay. Okay. On your point of view. Yeah. No. Uh, no. Um. I will say. I, let's see, what can I say about it without saying anything? Is uh, <laughs> um, It's the end of the fourth compendium. Oh, okay. Yeah, and that is why... Yeah, that... It, although it seems like... it's, I think issue 192, I believe, is the issue. Yes. Um, uh, but that's that was his plan. He goes, it's, it, it seems weird that it's right before 200, but... It's actually in in his books. It's uh, the end, you know. It's last. Uh, okay. Part. Yeah. 
to that arc. So, so instead of it being like a like a anniversary issue type of thing, it's it, right. it coincides more with yeah, like you said, like his, his the the big collections, the big phone books. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people are uh, yeah divided on it to be honest, but uh, eh. um, it's kind of here. Here's what else I'll say. It's kind of like a western. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll just say that. <laughs> in in but terms, yeah. in terms of I guess device divisiveness, is it like um kind of like Glenn's death was, where like people just quit the book? Yeah, I think some people are gonna walk away. Okay. Honestly, but for me, uh, it does. I would have walked away a long time ago if that's what it came to. You know, like mm-hmm. I would have walked when Lori got killed oh yeah okay you know that one i thought was way more you know gruesome oh you mm-hmm. mean uh, you mean when they gunned down uh laurie and her infant <laughs> yeah oh yeah. yeah and then ran her over with a tank yeah <laughs> yeah it was robert like, kirkman does not the... like women or, or babies i guess <laughs> i think that was an issue 48 i think that might have yeah. been that issue yeah, that was yeah. the, the first compendium that was yep. relatively early on yeah and so, all I've read. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I'm in it for the long haul. I mean, I'm going to read it. I will read it. So eternity. Well, you read all of Hellboy too, so yeah. Yeah. You, you there's certain around. books. Well, there's certain books that I'm just I just am invested in, and there's other books that I'll just I'll just drop it. But like, um, Walking Dead is definitely one I want to I want to read it to the very end. Like that's one of those ones. Like I just have. Um, even like the show, I still I still watch the show. I might have you know less excitement about it, but it's yeah, it's still like I I just want to see it all play out, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, honestly, you know, just to go since we're talking media too, but I will say, Fear the Walking Dead I think is actually the better of the two shows. It right totally, now. yes, it is. Yeah, <laughs> right. It started so, off as a show nobody liked, and right. now it's like so much better. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it, like this season. Are you guys watching it? Yeah. Or are you okay? Yeah. Well, unless, this, I I don't know if it's started airing again, but we watched the the latest season with the um um blank on the name the cowboy guy and the truck yeah. driver and yeah, yeah when they brought all those characters in that just like that, that gave that show so much you know to mm-hmm. work with um, much needed and and honestly the the other actors you know the ones that had been on I think were all ready to go like they wanted to leave the show so they they did a very that season was great for the nice um switch Hmm. you know like kind of to feature uh newer characters um but this season um it's a major plot line it's not a spoiler but they're 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 dealing with radiation in this season oh all right i'm Hmm. like what that's interesting yeah yeah it's a it's a big point in the you know of the of the arc. All right, we're going to have to get on that then. Yeah. But, um, I mean, it's neat because what I've realized is, um, like with this, this, this week's episode, um, every, like every character, there's a question, you know, like when they, where they leave it. So you're like, Mm -hmm. well, what's going on with this guy? What's going on with her? You know, like what's going on, you know, and then you realize like, wow, this show's really good because they, you know, they're addressing, you're never Everybody. like bored with a certain plot, yeah. Right. Yeah. That, yeah. That's I'm always like, a plus oh. when you're like, oh, here's here's Daryl being sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> we exactly. get it. Yeah. 
Yeah, Walking Dead had a couple seasons like that where they, but they, they've always had a problem with that large cast. I think that. Oh, they, for sure. Yeah, they don't know what to do with them, and well, I think because everybody's a star on that show, and then right, Fear the Walking Dead, and then not so much. They're all, all kind of equal. Right, but they're like some of my favorite actors. <laughs> I mean, you know, Jenna Elfman, um, and uh, Garrett. Uh, yep. He's the cowboy. Oh, Garrett. Yeah. Garrett Dillahunt. Yeah, Dillahunt. Yeah, he I love him. Great. God. <laughs> that guy can do it all. Yeah, he yeah. can. Yeah, I mean, uh, all the way back, uh, Sarah Connor Chronicles, he was a Terminator. I mean, you know, played, and then he was he on... He played two different characters in Deadwood. Just oh, yeah. guys. I mean, not, 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 not at the same time, but... Yeah. Um, yeah. That, that, he, he's just like, like the, the dude's a chameleon. I mean, he could just, you know... And then... Um... You know, Morgan Morgan transferred over to the Fear of the Walking Dead too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And oh my God, uh, Lenny, uh, can't remember his last name, but he he's awesome. You know, it's just like yeah. I don't know. He, he's it, it's kind of funny because you realize like he even tries to not be the leader, but he's so the leader. You know, like he's just because I think it's just his presence. Actually, I think he's you know as an actor he's uh mm-hmm. he's he's like hey yeah hey I'm just here I just showed up and don't mind me and they're all like no we're gonna follow you <laughs> <laughs> he's like no no no, no. yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah good shows um yeah the Fear of the Walking Dead is definitely the one to watch if you were to choose so um so that you know yeah I'm definitely not gonna go into the uh, current issue. Okay. Yeah. Um, Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's better. I mean, I, I just think it's better. Like, this is definitely one of those times where I think it'd be better to read it instead of. And honestly, Hear about it. Yeah. You know, retailers don't listen, but I mean, you could flip through <laughs> it and. You know, <laughs> <laughs> no. But I think it might have sold out too, so I don't know. I think it did. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure it did. I think yeah. it was like one of the most sold comics, something or other, milestone thing. I would say right. that's, that's definitely um, an issue you want to keep an eye out for if you see it somewhere. Right. Mm-hmm. First print. Yeah. And, um. And real quick, I just want to. I mean, hey, you know, give it up for Robert Kirkman and uh, Charlie Adler for hitting almost. Oh. I mean, well, not that Charlie Adler started on the book, but still. Oh, yeah. For for being on this book as long as, as well, he has, yeah. you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's you know they're they're nearing two hundred issues. That's that's no mm-hmm. no small feat for an indie book. I can yeah. find. Uh, oh yeah, the, the one other thing, um, the other announcement from the book, um, the inker, um, uh, Stefano Gaudiano, mm-hmm. is leaving the book. Oh. Um, and Charlie Adler is actually taking the inks back again. So I guess what happened... Yeah, I guess during the All Out War story, that there was just... Because they were doing bi-weekly, they brought um, Galliano on as the inker, uh, and then they liked his work so much they kept him on, but now he's... You know, it's part of the... Because the compendium was like a good break. They, You know, he... Oh, uh, that makes sense, yeah. Yeah, he, he's like, okay, I'm... Um, um, jumping back out because he really was only supposed to be on it for the All Out War, and they kept him on um, what for four years. <laughs> so, that's like, <laughs> you know, not not too shabby. Yeah. yeah. 
So I thought that was nice too. But uh, Adlard's going to go back to uh, uh, all the art art chores. Okay. So, yeah, I always yeah. liked his art. Yep. Anything? Yeah. Um. So, uh, in other comic stuff, did anybody read uh, the Leviathan issue that came out yesterday? No. No, <laughs> not yet. No. Okay. I haven't. It, I haven't read any books from this week actually. Okay, I, I I read it just in case. Um, we we can save it if you want, um, or we can talk about it. It doesn't matter. Uh, to me, it doesn't matter if you if you want to talk about. I, okay, I mean, I, I, I don't have I, a lot. I, picked it up, I don't have a lot of strong stuff to say about it. Kate and I read through it. Um, is that the one that's called? A, it's a, a event, event Leviathan. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know why it. Yes, Event Leviathan. Yeah. Number one. Yeah. By Bendis and Malieve. That, that, that reminds me of like Event Horizon or something. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I I'm coming at this from just um. I I just have only read this. I haven't read any Superman. So I have. Did Superman kind of like lead into this? Is that is that? Yeah, they've been correct? they've been teasing or dropping hints about Leviathan, and it's been mostly in um, action comics. Like action has been the more, um, I think the more. DC universe spanning book where Superman has been the more, the more like metropolis centric. Mm-hmm. And so action is, yeah, is more like Superman and Lois, uh, you know, dealing with the, 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 the Leviathan thing, um, in the, in the past few issues. Okay. Um, so I don't want to well, I don't know if this is much of a spoiler. Like this is, you, and this might even have occurred in Action Comics. Um, I guess Leviathan or something. Something is um, going after all the secret organizations in the DC universe. Is basically how this starts off. Um, yes. So that's, yeah, that's already kind of happened a little spiral bit. Spiral the D. Okay. So it, it picks up with that. We're basically being like every organization has been, you know, disassembled. Um, by this, you know, entity or or whatever is going on. There is this spring cleaning that's going on, um, and it it really the issues just. I mean, Kate can chime in if I'm missing anything, but uh, it's just Batman and Lois Lane hanging out in a warehouse talking about things. Like I feel like that's the whole issue. That's weird. Pretty that much. Does, that doesn't sound like Bendis at all. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's <laughs> there's these there's these big page spreads. Um, that are difficult to read and yeah. <laughs> with talking heads. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's cool. Like I'm, I'm, I'm definitely invested in, uh, what's going on at least in the, the artwork's really interesting. I mean, I'm invested enough that I might actually go and try to check out some of those earlier, like maybe the past, like arc of Superman mm-hmm. the four or six issues or whatever. And, you know, get the, uh, the precursor to this, but, uh, I would, it's I, interesting. I would actually, recommend it just because so i'm probably like the least interested superman type reader ever like i'll you know in the past i'd, I'd pick one up here and there or you know superman action etc and then when when bendis came on i'm like okay i'll give it a sh- you know give it a shake yeah and i've been reading both books since he started and okay. i've been really enjoying it. so if, if that means anything like i said i'm yeah no for sure like i i'm I, probably in the same boat and yeah. kate certainly is i don't like superman <laughs> <laughs> no that, that's fair because i've never really been a big fan either but um 
you know, Bendis is really, it, it's, it's almost like, he, you know, he's having a, like a renaissance of himself. I mean, and, and the dude's already had like probably three renaissances where he's gone through these, yeah. these, oh, yeah. these, uh, waves of writing amazing storylines for various titles and characters. And now it's like, it's almost like a whole new Bendis. I mean, it's still, it's still the same Bendis, but it's yeah. like this, there's this different energy to the, to the Superman family of books that he's writing. So I would definitely, yeah, check it out or like grab a oh, okay. trade or, or if you find, you know, yeah or something, but yeah, it's, it, it's worth it. Okay. I'll definitely give that a look then. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, even this issue itself really didn't have much to do with uh, the, the the Leviathan character. He just, he kind of popped up near the end, um, but that was pretty much it. Uh, and the issue was mostly uh, who was it? It was it was Lois Lane, it was Batman, uh, uh, Steve Trevor, and uh, Green Arrow, and then a, a very short guest appearance by the Question. Um, which I was excited to, to see Vic Sage doing things, but he he's just in the very last page, just okay. sort of shows up. Um, yeah, let me. Oh yeah, yeah. No, the stuff with where they showed Leviathan was very much um, when they assaulted this Argus building, um, and he happened to be there and, and saved somebody and did that whole you know let's make a deal thing with somebody. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know. I, I mean, it was a good first issue. I'm, I'll definitely check out more of it. Um, I'll definitely check out Action Comics at the very least. Um, I really liked how Bendis wrote Lois Lane. I, I thought she, she she had some good one-liners and uh, came across pretty awesome in terms of like how she relates to uh, what plays off Batman, I guess. Mm-hmm. She wasn't putting up with any of his shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, if, if, if anyone wouldn't put up with anything it would probably be her yeah yeah so it it, it's kind of interesting to think about you know like she's gonna have her own which is also the other reason i i gave this a read because i was like well i really want to read the lowest lane book yeah i'd like to know what's going on when i'm reading it that's gonna be a really good creative team too it's greg rucka and mike perkins Mm -hmm. and i'm i'm excited for that I mean, for Rucka, because I feel like we haven't really seen him do anything in a while, uh, at least mainstream. And uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's got some little indie things, but yeah. And Mike Perkins, I I used to see he used to draw. <laughs> um, I think he used to trade off um, issues with of Captain America when Brew Baker was doing it with Steve Epting, and then uh, okay, and then they and then they he got. Then they put him on the stand. Remember when they were like doing a comic oh, adaptation yeah. of, of the stand? Yeah. And I'm like, who did he piss off to get put on that? Like, <laughs> I mean, who was? I mean, I'm just saying, who was reading that? Yeah. Like, he, I mean, and like the dude was on Captain America, <laughs> and then he's like, uh, now I'm drawing the stand that probably yeah. nobody's reading. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know many people that read any of those. Um adaptations for any of that like whether game of thrones stephen king whatever it's just not a not a thing but um well you know and to to be totally fair i'm you know i was i was joking i mean he i think he signed a contract to do i I think that was like i'm sure yeah that was like that was guaranteed work so that was probably for him that was probably like a like a like a windfall i mean he was probably making money 
you know, on making good money on that. So, and now he's back. Yeah. Very cool. Do you got anything for us, Dan? I have nothing. No. <laughs> <laughs> Comics are ridiculous. Nothing. <laughs> I read poetry now. No. Um. <laughs> um. It, in a weird, in a weird turn of events, I um, I read like no mainstream stuff the past couple weeks. I just felt like um, diving back into some indie stuff because we get all these great review copies from all these different companies and publishers, and I feel mm-hmm. like I'm letting so much stuff fall by the wayside that I would might normally read if maybe I wasn't, you know... Always talking about heroes in crisis. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so, I, um... I read, a, a It's just... It's the weirdest name ever. It, it's... It's this uh, number one issue from Action Lab Entertainment. Um, mm-hmm. It's called Banjax. It's, oh. uh, Banjax, number one. Um, and, and I actually looked it up because I'm like, that has got to be, like... That can't be like a made-up word. It's, you know, yeah. it's, it's got to be like a real word. But so it it does, it, or it is a, a real word. It means to it means like uh, to like smash or damage or to break or destroy or whatever. And it, it's the name okay. of, the, of the main character in the book. So, um, so so Banjax number one. It tells the story of Banjax. <laughs> <laughs> um, count how many times you say banjax on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Again, he's got, he probably has like the worst name ever. Um, but I get it. It's, it's 2019. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like cool names are really hard to come by and and yeah. collect them. But um, so this is this issue is almost like a um, a this is your life for this character banjax who. Um, and I, I guess I'll spoil it because I mean it, it comes sure. right out in the in, in the yeah. first issue, um, but he, he he's going through his life, um, like through different points, um, different milestones in his life from like childhood all the way to where he is now, and how I mean he had just like the most awful life ever, um, growing up, you know, terrible parents, abuse, uh, you know he just and he grew up like it's it's this awful town like a. Gotham slash Sin City type of like okay. rough type of neighborhood, um, and he they it, it, they don't really go into it, but he figures out that he you know he realizes that he's as he gets older he gets stronger and like, just more invulnerable, and and that is like the the most basic way to put it. He's just strong and tough, um, but mm. he becomes um, like a vigilante. And he takes the name Banjax, and he has this career that you know spans twenty, thirty years. And now it comes to the present day, and he's, um, you know, he's older. He's uh, maybe he's in his forties or fifties, and his career is kind of like winding down. People don't really like him that much anymore. Um, people are actually kind of like anti-vigilante, and mm-hmm. he's not really like the most popular dude anymore. Um, and he finds out that whatever gave him his abilities or the more he used his powers or his strength, um, it actually caused cancer. 
and he's oh. his body is now just like riddled with cancer, and he's got just a, like a limited amount of time left. And so he actually had basically retired, and now he's he's like, well, screw this. If I'm gonna die anyways, I might as well die, you know, doing what I love, and you know, who, you know, screw the haters. Yeah. Uh, so he puts his he puts his costume back on at the end, and he's like, this is it. All right, I'm going going back out there. Nice. And it was just, it was really cool. It was like it was something different. Uh, I mean, I, like I know Action Lab has their 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 danger zone line, which is I think that I couldn't think of it before. This is I think this yeah, is yeah, their, yeah. Their, their danger zone. That's not, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because um, this is definitely more adult. It had you know it was like I said the violence. There was like sex and adult themes and some language. Um, the art was really good, and in a way it it had a like almost like a I even hesitate to use this comparison but it had a had a watchman-esque quality to the narration okay, yeah um and you know and in no way am I comparing this to watch to watchman but but he's he's narrating this and it, it I don't know why I just kept thinking of watchman um and yeah, it was just it was really compelling. It was you know it was just watching the the rise and and fall and like I mean and there was a you know a, a period of time where he he enjoyed his fame and he he actually came out publicly and he you know had money and wine and women and cars and I mean he and he had a sidekick and it was you know like life was good for a long time and then there's the you know the eventual decline and. Uh, you know, falling out of favor with the public, and um, so it was just—it it was a really neat kind of deconstruction of the whole hero mythos. And then the fact, and and then you know, watching him, like like I said, the fact that you know, at the end he finds out that you know what he loved is basically killing him, but he decides mm-hmm. to you know to put his uniform back on or his costume and mask or whatever, and go back out there and just say, well you know f you um, yeah it was just kind of cool it was just it was a really neat read so like i said it was it was um a, a lot of times for me the the action lab danger zone stuff falls flat because they it's almost like they're trying too hard yeah i get that a lot like to, some of the stuff i've read to be or either seen. Like, yeah it's either like they're trying too hard to be edgy or sexy or naughty or and a lot of it is just not great mm-hmm. but this was really surprising. I would, this is one I would, I would check out if you, you know, if, if you, you know, if you see it and you've got like a light week or something, um, don't, don't let the dumb title scare you off. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Whoever, whoever the creative team is on so, Jacks, great book, dumb title. So, so his superhero name is Banjax? Yes. Or is it actual? Okay. How, does it say how he picks that? No, or does he just, just happen to know that he just knows the word banjo. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I, <laughs> you know, where did this word come from? Was it like from the 1800s? <laughs> like, I'm going to yeah. give you a good old fashioned banjaxon. Yeah. <laughs> they found, yeah, maybe Carl Weathers was his uh, mentor, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Action Jackson, you know. Yeah. Um, no, um, the uh, preview, there's a preview, and he. And on the one page, he's, his narration says, "My beloved city, she's royally banjaxed." 
Oh, okay. It's like, what? Yeah, but, no, one, no one uses that word. It's like ever. they're trying to get you, get you used <laughs> to it. Everybody reading that like pulls out a thesaurus and dictionary, oh, like, you know, what is this? There was there, there was one, uh, just one like piece of dialogue that took me out of it for half a second, but then it wasn't a deal breaker or anything. But he, and I, I forget the context, but he was talking about women or whatever, and he, he used the word dames. <laughs> nobody, nobody uses that anymore. Like, not even like in Sin City do they use that, and that's the most well, noirish. They're using the word banjack, so <laughs> that's true. That's true. So, uh, oh, that's yeah. funny. Strangeness, it's a strange word, very strange word. Yeah, I, I thought for sure it was it was made up, but I'm like, it, nah, it, something tells me yeah. this is some really obscure. Word. Yeah, sure enough. I was sadly right. <laughs> so, so you're welcome. You know now. You, you now know the word banjax. Um, wow. Kate's over here checking <laughs> on the Urban Dictionary. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I found it too. It, yeah. Slang. Can be induced by alcoholic beverages. <laughs> <laughs> You get banjaxed. That's going to happen at the drink and draw. People are going to get banjacked. Ooh, there you go. Yeah. That's right. I'm, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to change the 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 name of the event to Banjax. <laughs> and the next one will be like Banjax to Electric Boogaloo. Oh. All right. So enough uh. Banjaxon. Jeez. Who's next? Um, did we talk about deceased? Deceased. Oh, oh, deceased. Deceased. I, I talked about the first issue when it you came did. out like a month ago, but I haven't. I didn't read the second issue yet. Yeah, I don't remember what we said about it. I don't know. I just read both of them the other night, and I just kind of. Oh, yeah, you did talk about it. You know what? That's right, because it was... This is one of your... This is how Dan gets me to buy books. This <laughs> oh, is yeah. one of those. So nice. I read it after we talked about it. I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now I'm going to be reading Banjax probably this week, and, <laughs> you know, I won't even be able to help myself. Um, no, but... Uh, no, I thought it was... It was good. Like, I'm just giving my two cents on DC's, which I can't stop, you know, because, and I feel like ever since, Dan, I think you maybe coined the DC Ember, you know, oh, for right. the drawing, for yeah. the drawing thing. Yeah. And uh, now that's all I can think is, like, everybody's just stealing from you. you know? No, I don't know. <laughs> it's DC, whatever. But um, I feel like they want it to be Marvel Zombies, but they also want to give uh, too much reverence to their characters to be Marvel zombies. Hmm. Like, does that does that like? That makes, they were yeah, like, that makes sense. You know, like I Marvel zombies see. was. Well, I mean, Kirkman wrote the first Marvel well, yeah, zombies. Yeah, that was that was he, brutal. Yeah, yeah, and he had no you know qualms about who got who got tore yeah. up. You know, but this book seems like they're like, you know, the first issue ends with. Uh, Batman getting attacked and you know that's the cliffhanger but then like they make it like in the second issue a little spoilish 
Um, but they, they're like, you know, is Batman gone? You know, like, and then he's like, no, I slowed down. You know, I put on Mr. Uh, Mr. Freeze suit and I slowed it down. Yeah. You know, so, like, they make Batman, like, I'm, you know. Yeah, he's Batman. Batman. Yeah. You know, even though everyone is immediately turning into uh, this, you know, the, the anti-life equation or whatever. Mm-hmm. He, he's, he had enough time to throw a suit on, you know, a Mr. Freeze suit, which that can't be easy to get into. Like, I don't care. <laughs> you know? I'll bet there's a lot of buckles and straps. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then, like, even how they dealt with uh, some of the other uh, Justice League members, they were camping, you know, things were nice. Yeah. And, and, yeah. Like, um, but then they, it was like, they, they did, they, they treated it with, they're treating the characters with more reverence to, to write them out, you know, to be like, than, than like, uh, like what I expected to be a horror fest. But this, yeah. to me, this is more like an action with some scary stuff in it. Well, if you think about yeah. it, if you remember, and, and you're, you, I think you're right, but I think you're also. But um, if you remember, but you're wrong. No, <laughs> you're right, but you're also <laughs> the worst. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no. That um, goes um, when when Marvel Zombies starts, like the world is already just like demol like like zombified, like all the yes. so so you don't even okay. see most of the oh, most oh, of the sorry. heroes and villains like getting turned. They're all they're almost all. Oh, and yeah. you see some flashbacks, yeah, they, but but for the yeah. most part, in that original series, everyone was already turned. Okay. Whereas this is like they're starting from grounds like from ground zero and turning okay. everyone as they go. So it's a little different. Maybe yeah. I mean, it's it's certainly good enough to keep reading, you mm-hmm. know. Um, but yeah, maybe at the end, maybe it doesn't end so well. But I almost feel like that they've already set set up a way out, you know, with the um, cyborg. Well, I think this, you know? I, I think this is, is set outside of everything, like similar to Marvel oh, zombies. Sure. Yeah, I mean, it is. so it's, yeah. it's almost like if it, if it doesn't end well, it's almost like, Oh, well, who cares? Yeah. It's yeah. And, 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 and knowing the, the writer, like Tom Taylor, I don't know if you ever read, I think I might have talked about it a while ago, but he he's the guy that wrote the um, the Injustice comic, oh, the comic book based yeah. on the video game. Oh, game. yeah, that was okay. really good. Okay, that was like I almost wish, like you know, as I'm reading that book, I'm like, man, I wish this was the DC universe. Okay, yeah. because he had such an interesting take on characters that like I had never seen anyone do. Like you know, the, like the, the, the things he did, I had never seen anyone mm-hmm. do before, and I'm like, this guy should be writing like way more stuff. Mm-hmm. So you know, maybe you know, maybe we'll see Tom Taylor doing more like high profile books. I I I think he's a I think he's a talent. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. Like I say, it's definitely well written. Um. The art is great. I I just didn't like. Yeah, I expected it to. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I to me this seems more like um, you know, like the Brad Pitt zombie movie. Yeah, the, the oh, uh, oh, World War Z. Yeah, yep. 
Yeah, World War Z. The book was amazing. Yes. Right? Gotta be the book nerd. Oh, no. (laughs) I I love the book so much, and when I saw the movie, I was like, this is the worst. Yep. Yeah. Um, Because you're you're like, well, he's going to make it. (laughs) 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 He'll be fine. He's Brad Pitt. Yeah. (laughs) Brad Pitt doesn't die. Yeah. He's like, I want my scalps. Yeah. But it's, it's like um, that Star Wars zombie book that they did, um, Death Troopers. Oh yeah. Um, which is really good for like the first like half of the book. It's a really it's like a some prison planet based thing that gets infested and oh, yeah. you know it's all these original characters and it's super cool and then all of a sudden um, I don't know Han Solo and Chewbacca show up and I'm like oh the tension's yeah. gone. Yeah, you know, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah. nothing bad's gonna happen. Yeah, right. from that point forward. Yeah. Now, um, the um, the Archie uh, zombie one, that one. Oh yeah. And that hit the ground running and was. Oh yeah, Afterlife with Archie was. Yeah, was really. That was yeah from issue one. That was brutal. Right. Yeah. That's what I I think that's what I was expecting. That like, would, uh, yeah, I I I, I kind of do wish that DC would have uh, jumped more in on that. Yeah. Um. I mean, I, I feel as if nobody will die of importance in, <laughs> in that. Like, in, in deceased, it will be like, well, they all got infected and it was a little spooky, but everybody everybody came out of it okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all learned a lesson that day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Get on the, the apocalypse for the friends we made along the way. Head to the Winchester, have a pint. You know. <laughs> Wait for this yeah. to all blow over. <laughs> yeah. Or it'll be like a... Like like a Wonder Years type of narration, as Paul and Winnie and I walk down the street. <laughs> yeah. Ah, okay, so yeah, that was one of the ones. I, I forget what else he got me on, but you know, that was one I definitely was like, ah, oh, dang, now I gotta read the seat. You're welcome. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right, who's next? Uh, I don't know if I I don't know if we have any more comics on our end. Yeah, no, I feel like dead weight. I haven't read a lot of comics recently. I mean, we oh, you know what we 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 wanted to talk, we said we were going to mention um was uh I don't know if anybody read it, but the Doomsday Clock. Yeah, that happened right. The what's that happened? Something uh, happened. I I haven't read it. Happened. Oh, I I mean we can talk about this one. I don't I don't. This one isn't like a a. Spoilery sensitive. Yeah, know? no, I, yeah. Um, I, in fact, I, um, yeah, it let's is, talk about this for a minute. It, it, it's not over though. This is, it's only on issue it's 10. Not, it isn't over. It is, there are two more issues apparently. Okay, so this, so yeah. I thought it was over because it, so people were talking about Doomsday Clock finally. I was like, oh, right. Now there's finally, yeah, after 10 something issues. Happened. Now there's something right. to talk about. Yeah. Right. And this was probably, um, the best executed episode or episode of com issue, mm-hmm. um, but they introduced the uh, the metaverse concept, um, and I think that's what everybody's talking about. Okay. And, um, basically, what um, you know, the writer is using Doctor Manhattan basically as as uh, almost like a observer of comic books, you know, in general, and. Um, um, 
Doctor Manhattan has noticed over, you know, he he he, you know, he went out into the the beyond after Watchmen. Yeah, and he he was like, I'm gonna, and he was attracted to this one Earth, you know, this one reality, whatever. And as he zeroed in, he and then he, you know, he discovered the DC universe. Um, but what he realized is this one is actually um, the linchpin for all the other alternate universes. So, like the what happens in this one, every other one reverberates off of that one. Okay. So, so it's not, you know, so he he realizes that, that basically this is like the the most important one, but also there's um, time fluctuation and resets, and he basically said in this issue that Superman is the focal point, and and they mark they earmark all the eras where Superman had been rebooted in the mm-hmm. comics, and he's looking at it as a timeline, and he's trying to understand why you know Superman is you know up you know making these new appearances in all these years mm-hmm. and he actually goes back himself and changes uh, the outcome once and I think that's where they they don't come out right out and say it but he basically is then sort of credited for the uh, new 52 yeah um, because he changed the past and all and and now that world itself now this me- and he calls it the metaverse because um, that's where everything's happening, you know, like mm-hmm. the fluctuation. And um, it really plays into also like DC themes too. Like, you know, when they did metal, it was because metal was actually a play off of the metahuman. Okay, and, sure. Right. So then this is the metaverse and that's the meta, you know, and it plays into their whole metahuman mm-hmm. concept for DC heroes. And I was like, okay, I, you know, I can actually get behind all this. Um, but now what what he's run into is um, he's seen he can he's seeing that um, his either his life ends in the near future, okay, uh, or he ends that universe, and he's not really sure what happens, and he's kind of living up till that moment to find out, and that's what they so they. Like this issue had so much going mm-hmm. that I'm like, why did they use ten, you know, nine issues when they should have been doing all this? Um, you know, now you have two issues basically to get to the end. You know, like mm-hmm. they, they yeah. finally they finally turned the corner and said, this is what it's about. You know, um, a confrontation between Manhattan and Superman, and and the Superman of the most recent meta. You know, reboot. A reboot, you know I guess. Then, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like... So, I'm like, okay, this is getting, you know, probably too deep for me. I mean, I'm sure... <laughs> you know, like, just because I, I always consider myself, like, a casual DC person, but uh, I'm like, wow, this is this is heavy. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. Um, that's what it is. That's the unpacking of that one. Um, okay. Okay. There's a good narrative in this book, in this issue, about a um, an actor. Um, it's very similar to uh, the original Watchmen, where the boy was reading the the um, comic strip. Okay, like the pirate comic, you the mean? Pirate comic, yeah. Okay. And making and drawing comparisons also um, to things that happen in DC 
um, you know, in, uh, you know, the company, <laughs> you yeah. know, in a way. So, um, yeah. So it's definitely probably one of the best issues um, that they've had. Um, but yeah, also like, why did they wait so long to do this? So, do you <laughs> think the end of Doomsday Clock is going to shake anything up? I mean, I hope I hope so. Just as a you know, as an investment uh, <laughs> in my time, yeah, you know, for reading all these issues, and um, uh, yeah, there could be some sort of shakeup. But I think I think uh, some people had a problem with uh, how Manhattan, Doctor Manhattan, was used. But I actually think that um, a lot of this rings true to what Alan Moore was doing with Watchmen. Okay, um, cool. In the first place, you know, is it, it was a an observation of. Yeah, of comic books. So, um, so I can kind of see that with this, you know. So I don't know. I yeah, there could be something. There could be a, they could be planning out, you know, another uh, DC restart. <laughs> I hope not. But I hope not too. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely plan on reading it once it all gets collected in trade. Yeah. Um, just because it is, it was so sprawled out across so many different mi- like little mini-series or one-shots or, yeah. you know, all that. I think um, maybe the previous issues might be a little more interesting having that, you know, um, like ex- now that the, you know what the expectations are, that it may make the previous issues more um, interesting. Okay, you know, I gotcha. to look, You know, to look for the, the markers, you know, mm-hmm. and stuff like that, so... Um, sometimes the spoiler, you know, is like the good thing. Yeah. You know, like it helps. <laughs> no, for so, sure. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I was like surprised. I'm like, what? It's actually, you know, it's something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I know that was like the, the initial fan theory. Once the button even dropped, they're like, oh, this is, you know, this is what happened. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad it turned out to be like, oh, that is what happened. But yeah. I do think it, it, it was rough that you had to wait ten issues slash yeah, two and it's years not, or whatever. And it's not really solved. You know, it's it's sort of like they're giving it to the reader to find out, but the characters in the book haven't figured any of this out. So, mm-hmm. you know, this they're is all still struggling. Out. Yeah, yeah. It's, like that man's like different. the worst detective. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, she's beyond it. Yeah. He's busy. If he's got yeah. if he's got enough time to have a Mister Free suit handy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, can we just all agree that Batman is just not the world's greatest detective? <laughs> usually not. Not the way he's written. Usually, he's the world's most mediocre detective. <laughs> I'm offended by this conversation. <laughs> I think I think I think Detective Comics. The title should have a question mark after it. <laughs> That's detective fair. Detective Comics? I don't, I don't know when oh. the last time there's been a mystery in Detective Comics. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Deep cuts. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. See, that's the metaverse kicking back, you Coming know. Hot. <laughs> yeah. That's what it's all about. Yeah. yeah. The blowback. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Cool. All right. Well, I can. Um, I got a couple more things. Um, since I think, uh, I guess, geez, maybe 
it's been a while, a month or two now since the first issue of Buffy came out. Um, sure, yeah. I read, right. uh, I read Angel number one. Uh, oh, that's right. And um, that was pretty. It was it was good. It was a good first issue. I thought it was it um it it jumped back and forth between you know it 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 you know it it does what an angel story does. It it shows him being a, like a good guy in the present and a bad guy in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that's that's almost uh, par for the course for an angel story. I feel like you have so, to have that. Um, who um is writing and doing the art? Um, it's being written by Brian Edward Hill. Okay, yeah, he did he did some DC stuff, I think, and yeah. some other things. And the art is uh, I've never heard of this person, um, Gleb Melnikov, G L E B. Um, the art's really good. It, it it actually at first it starts out it reminds me a little bit of a like a like kind of a rougher Mike Waringo, but then it as as the book goes on and it gives into the like the modern day it it reminds me of a kind of like a almost like a Sean Murphy esque okay type cool of, yeah type of style um, but I really liked it I thought the, I thought the art was really sharp and the um, and the story is interesting because. Again, it's you know it's telling a story of two angels basically you know or, or Angelus and Angel, um, mm-hmm. and then in in the the overarching story is that there's this uh, some dark force, this supernatural power, what have you, that is targeting uh, young people through technology and making them do like these heinous acts of violence and like you see at the end this this girl who like. Her, like her eyes are completely black, and she's standing over her parents with a with a gas can and a lit candle. <laughs> oh my! And, and the last, you know, in the last pages, like, you, like literally see her burning, like her flesh is burning, like she's dying, laying on the floor, and you just and this there's this awful image on her phone, uh, that's you know kind of made her do this. Mm-hmm. So. It, you know, it, it, it seemed to you know, it, it, to fit in with, like, the types of stories that they tell in Buffy and Angel. So um, I thought it was, you know, it was good. It wasn't, you know, like, it didn't blow me away, but it was it was a fun read. It was fine if you're a fan of, you know, of Angel. I think this, this you know, is it, it fits in. You know, it fits in with the whole, with his character and his motivations and whatnot and like I said, the art was uh, pretty terrific. So, okay, does it does it tie in with the current where the Buffy comics currently at? Um, so that I don't know because I've I'm not caught up with Buffy. Although in the the inside, um, I think they what, there is. Um, let's see, there's a it says. Uh, the, 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 Angel was told by his mystical guy to journey to Sunnydale, California. So, I guess okay. he, there is some overlap. Um, there's some crossover. I don't know if he's. I'm. I'm pretty sure he's shown up in the in the Buffy comic, but I don't know to what extent. Like I said, I've. I think I've only read the first couple of issues, so I'm kind of behind okay. on that. So I don't know how how much they're going to overlap with each other. Um, or if like, like, you know, the two television series, they, I think they only over, like only had one crossover. Yeah. They only had, yeah. Like one or two crossovers in so, total. Yeah. 
So I, so I don't know if they're going to uh, just kind of steer clear of each other or if they're going to play off each other. I don't know. But um, but as a, as a number one issue, this was pretty good. It, it was, uh, yeah, enjoyable. Cool. Yeah. All right. And, and no crazy made up banjax words in it. So, <laughs> so that's always, always a plus. Yeah, that's that's a plus. All right. Um yeah, do we have more comics to talk about or are we Um I could just I can mention one more thing. Um Sure. Volume 2 of uh, Spencer and Locke. I started reading that um that's a, that's another action comics, right? It is. Yeah, action lab, action lab, uh, danger zone. It's. Um, I read volume one when it came out last. I think it was last year, and it's basically the, you know, the the elevator pitch is, uh, Calvin and Hobbes meets Sin City. Yeah. And <laughs> and it was pretty it was pretty insane and amazing the the first volume. So I, I'm like I have to come back for the second volume, and this is, it. it, it it's a lot of the same, but then they, it's more of a send up of, um, the newspaper, like other newspaper comics. So you've got like, okay. Like a beetle Bailey. Um, they're, they're doing like a weapon Brown thing. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, so they, they kind of, you, you see versions of like beetle Bailey, uh, Hagar, the horrible mm-hmm. Family circus Dilbert. That's great. Uh, Marmaduke and it's, it's <laughs> Marmaduke. all these like all these really like rated R messed up versions yeah. of these very cute innocent funny comic strips from the newspapers. But now it's like they're all doing yeah. horrible horrible things to each other. <laughs> um, but it's still good. It's 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 a it's a you know fun action mystery type thing, and um, it's kind of like. Uh, yeah, I don't even know how to explain it. It's just it's something you got to read. And and if you're if if you have any kind of passing familiarity with um, newspaper comics, like you don't have to be like a huge diehard fan of newspaper comics yeah. to to really get what's going on in in some of these pages. So, um, it's just it it's a fun book. It's it, you know, like I said, the, the the first volume hooked me with. Know, Calvin and Hobbes, and, you know, yeah. or, or I should say, adult, adult Cal- Calvin and Hobbes in Sin City. Calvin, who's a who's a like a grizzled police detective, mm-hmm. and his and his partner, the stuffed uh, stuffed animal that he still carries around with him. <laughs> so, it's it's messed up. Yeah, I, I <laughs> but I in a good I, way. I, I... Grab some way. copies of the first volume. I just haven't read it yet, but it, it definitely seemed like it'd be up my alley. So I'm glad to hear that it definitely is. <laughs> well, we and we do have review copies, so okay, if you're, yep. if you're interested in uh, checking those out, they're on there. We got the first. Uh, it's a it's a four issue series, and we we have the first three issues. So cool. Definitely worth checking out. So. Uh, it sounded like Scott might have was curious if we were going to media, but I did have something I did yeah. want to bring up. Um, was Swamp Thing? Oh yeah. Oh, um, what like the series? Well, or yeah, the the, the, the series that came out um, <laughs> on the DC app that immediately got canceled after its first episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's first a... amazing episode. Yeah, yeah it's, I still haven't watched it's it. Yet. Awesome. I mean, I'm going to, and I I'm going to watch the series, but I'm like. 
damn, DC. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's a big downer to watch it. Uh, like, we were watching the second episode. I was like, man, this is so damn good. I'm going to be so pissed when we get to episode 10 yep. and, like, nothing's resolved. <laughs> um, But, yeah, no, it definitely evokes some, like, John Carpenter's The Thing Yes. That's stuff. what I heard. I, I oh, heard that exact wow. comparison. It, it, it's got CG. It's got practical effects. It's got, like, it's, you know, it, it blends it all very well. Um, But the practical effects makeup stuff's uh, amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess the reason that it got canceled has nothing to do with the quality of the show or anything, but um, it's, uh, I think they're filming in South Carolina? Mm, don't okay. look at me. I don't know. Yes. Let's say South Carolina. No, oh, oh, no um, I'm sorry, uh, North Carolina, because we were we were actually in the town uh, last year. We were in the town that they're filming in when they, it was announced. Uh, yeah, because we were on vacation and we were driving through that town. I was like, this is where they're going to be filming Swamp Thing. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. All right, well, then North Carolina. It's not the Dawson's Creek town, is it? It is. Because, ah. be, because, because my wife and I did a walking tour of all the yep. locations. Nice. <laughs> that's amazing um but yeah so i guess there was some mix up with you know bureaucracy with the government um oh yeah it was like a, it was like a tax issue or something yeah they were gonna get like a 10 million dollar tax cut or something for filming there but it turned out to be like four million oh. and then you're like uh and, and wasn't it because it was just like a, like someone's clerical error or something yeah like it was yeah, like someone forgot to like dot an i or something yep yeah, they oh. forgot to, like, you know, do a... Well, I think it was, like, you know, a decimal point thing where you're like, oh, oops. Yeah. You know, it's like the the um, the um office space decimal point situation. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of taking a penny, it's, uh, yeah, right. millions of dollars. Uh, right. So, yeah, they, uh, they kind of just packed it all up by episode 10 because um, it was going to be 13 episodes when they found it out. And then I guess they... They're like, yeah, we can't even afford to do do this anymore, (laughs) at least at the current quality that they're doing. Um, I still think they could have probably gotten away with it with like short, like little four to six episode seasons if they really wanted to. But it it also sounds like the DC app might not be for long from all the rumors that I've been hearing. Yeah, that really sucks because I'm I'm actually just starting to kind of get into it. That's what happened with it. Yeah, everybody's like it just started to, like gel. It's just getting good, and they're like, no, yeah, we're taking this away from you now. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, thanks for all the money for our, you know, uh, suboptimal product. We've yeah. optimized it, and yeah. now well, you don't get. It. <laughs> it's like Titans is really good. Doom Patrol is really good. Yeah, they're, they're they finally. What they like a month or two ago they they like added like what like twenty five thousand comics yeah, or something to the, the service thing. like there's finally stuff to read and stuff to watch and I'm like oh man don't take it away yeah I mean I I, I will say they're still casting for Titans I mean they just announced um somebody I, I'm blanking now mm-hmm. um that some some actress got cast as somebody. I was like, "Oh, they're still doing this. Cool." Um, well, they 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 cast. Oh, what's his name from um, Game of Thrones to be Bruce Wayne? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Who? Um, was it? I forget the actor's name, but was it like Jorah or something? Um, was was that the character's name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yep. Oh, what? Jor, Jorah Mormont. 
He's he's playing like an older no old Bruce Wayne, huh. or, or older. I shouldn't say old, but older. Yeah. yeah. Which I thought that was a really interesting, yeah. interesting casting. I mean, I, I think he's great, and to, yeah, to see fantastic. him play like a, like an old grizzled Bruce Wayne, I'm like that's kind of awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I could totally see that. Um, and yeah, we finished Doom Patrol, you know, a few weeks ago, and that was freaking fantastic. I can't praise that show enough. And yeah. that, I mean, that's what works best. I think that's built for like a streaming app slash, you know, direct to streaming type show. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't work on TV at all. No, <laughs> way too weird. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I, I'm, I'm not. I really have little to no um, affinity for the Doom Patrol. Um, yeah, it's it's one of those properties that I always wanted to like, but just could never find the right way in. And um, whenever I've tried to read it, it's always been just totally incomprehensible. Um, so I wasn't really sure what to think about the show. And I'm like, well, I'll just watch the first episode. And yeah. Of course, like, I'm hooked. I'm like, oh, my God. This, oh, yeah. This show is great. And even when it gets a little wonky, it's still it, it's made in such a way that it still, like, brings you back. Yeah. And so if you stick with it, even the even like some episodes that play with time or play with you know, jump back and forth or, um, you know, show a character here and you don't see them again for like half an hour and then they pop up. You're like, Oh, that person, you know, it's like, yeah, it all makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I, I really hope that doesn't go away anytime soon. Yeah. I mean, I, I know that they have, um, the, the, the second half of young justice, the second season of Titans. And I think star girl, Oh, supposedly. That's right. And aren't they doing a, a a Harley animated? Oh, yes, in the Harley animated oh, yeah. show. That was yeah, that was like one of the second things they announced um, when they launched it. So I, I I assume a lot of that's still happening. Well, and, and the weird thing, I I don't know if this is true or if it already happened or if it's going to happen, but I thought I heard that. So, like, some of the programming that was already on there, like maybe some of the old shows or old movies that were on there, they're, like, already taking some stuff off. Oh, I didn't hear about that. It's like, it's your stuff. Just leave it up there. Yeah. Right? It, it's your own content. You don't. It's not like you're licensing it or anything. It's like... <laughs> it, it's, it's your stuff. It always stuff. feels that way with DC, with, like, WB stuff. It's like, oh, well, we could do this, but uh, we're not for some weird reason. Yeah, like, <laughs> I know. I have a great idea. Let's make a Alfred Pennyworth TV show yes. on like the PlayStation yeah. Network or whatever the hell stupid <laughs> unknown network that's going to be on that will last yeah. for about a minute. Yeah, yeah. That's that's always that's so weird because it, yeah, or or you know how uh, the you know the CW was you know Batman and Superman averse. They're like, we can't acknowledge that this exists at all mm-hmm. whatsoever. And now it's like everywhere. Like uh, all the all the CW shows, the moment that Batwoman crossover happened, like they were just name dropping Gotham City villains like every other show. Yeah. Like, and they're like, like, oh, here's, here's, you know, the Riddler's hat, Mr. Freeze's gun, this is that. Well, and we know that Bruce Wayne exists because, yeah. you know, because of that, of the crossover. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, and speaking of shows, so I guess now I, I don't watch Krypton, 
but I, I think season two already oh. debuted in. Lobo's already getting his own spinoff show. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, we haven't caught, we, we haven't watched that yet, the second season, but yeah, I, I mean, I'm sold. I'm excited. I mean, Why I, not? Think, I think the guy, I mean, I think Lobo looks really good. Like, I can see that. Like, I mean, yeah. him, you know, maybe being like a breakout character. He looks, I mean, I, I, he's I mean, so, he's Lobo. So yeah, he's the yeah. main man. And, and he, I mean, he's, I mean, he looks like he just stepped right out of the comics. Yeah. Like they did a really good job of making him look like Lobo. Yeah. I mean, he's, I, I maybe I'm wrong saying this, but it feels like he's like the, the DC universe's Deadpool in terms of like that cult fame where everybody's like, Oh yeah, it's Lobo. Oh, he's yeah. awesome. Yeah. 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 It was like that too. When, when he first came out, you know, yeah. like in the eighties, it was, Definitely in the '90s, like the '90s was yeah. all Lobo, and then, then uh, Harley kind of took the reins. Yeah. Okay. After yeah. After that, you know, yeah, I think it would definitely be like, I, I, it's almost like every decade has its own like breakout character. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I mean, Harley's going to be, you know, she's going to wear the crown for a long time. Yeah. You know, for easily. You know, for for better or for worse. Yeah. <laughs> um well we're we're nearing uh the time that we said we were going to close up shop so does anyone have any uh any final thoughts or anything they want to they want to talk about um i will finally chime in and say that murder falcon is one of the best (laughs) ever yes yeah I guess I have to get on the Murder Falcon bandwagon. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I just I just uh, pretty much mainlined. <laughs> I had read issue one at the beginning, and then I finally, and I, well, I think it was maybe one of the Dan conversations, but yeah. I found out that it was ending, and I was like, oh well, then I'm just going to pick them all up and read it all. So I'm so glad I did, though. Holy smokes! Like, if you're a <laughs> If you're a heavy metal fan, like this, this book has so much reverence to that, um, and not it, not like in an all. There's obvious ways, you know, but there's also uh, subtle ways where they, the battlegrounds, you know, first are you know the battlegrounds are like America, then it's like, um, what like Switzerland or something like that, or like you know in that. Oh, they went to, like, uh, like, Sweden or Iceland or something like that. Yeah, yeah like, some, some Nordic where, country. It's basically where metal went to, you know, mm-hmm. in, in, um, you know, in our grunge years. Oh, okay, you know? yeah. And then they had, then there's more battles in Japan. Yeah. Because metal is still thriving there. Yes, you know? yeah. Yeah, and it was like, wow, what, you know, like, what, uh, you know, sensibilities to it. You know, yeah, that to the, no, that's really cool. Yeah, I was like, wow, they really, you know, you can tell that they really understand um, the history. And then they, um, I didn't realize, too, like the statues, but I was like, um, the one, you know, the different statues were actually like, you know, actual guitar players and stuff like that, you know, like actual um, heavy metal people. Mm-hmm. And that's I'm, cool. What? <laughs> like, I was like, <laughs> Um, it, yeah, it's always cool when there's there's a kind of like 
uh, Easter egg slash like logic to something. Yeah, yeah, and they don't say it either. They just like, hey, we yeah. found an we found another you know secret entry point to this dimension, and it's you know and it's a rock legend you know guitar shredder guy you know or something like mm-hmm. that you know it's like what? <laughs> so I was like what? And um, also to add, this is the other thing I really liked about it. Um, or Murder Falcon, you know, he's this obvious, you know, like I'm gonna fight the bad guys. Um, but the, the, uh, you know, the, the, I can't think of his name, the kid on the guitar. Um, but he had his own things to battle, you know, like he had his own, uh, his past, you know, how he treated his friends and all these things, you know, like they, it seemed like every time he apologized to one of his friends for messing up, uh, Murder Falcon got stronger. And oh, like, okay. That, that was really cool. You know, because it was almost like how he, as he grew as a person, he was able to be, you know, a better musician, and then therefore Murder Falcon was like a, a better warrior. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, what a, what a good book! <laughs> 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 so, And you don't have to be a uh, heavy metal dude to, to enjoy it. So. That's what I've been saying. Cool. Yeah, because I'm like, I mean, I love I love rock and roll, but I am not like I'm not a metalhead, man. But this so is the guy just... wearing the leather vest. Exactly. Well, sometimes <laughs> I, wear leather, I wear the leather well, vest for yeah. other reasons. <laughs> for Stone Cold. <laughs> for Stone Cold Night. Yeah, that's yeah. right. But no, it was just it was just a good. <laughs> it was just a well, just a well done story from yeah. top to bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And the covers, which I am—that's actually going to be one of my posts. Um, we're going to have a uh, guess what guess what cover this is in, you know, based on because oh they, uh, yeah, there's plenty all, of those. You will you will not run out of material. Right, all the variant covers um, that yes. they did were all tribute covers to albums. That's cool. Yeah, and I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, that that's going to be that'll be one of my posts cool. on, on uh, Facebook. So. Excellent. On the CBP page. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I'm glad. I'm. I'm really happy that you. Uh, that you enjoyed it. It was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, figured, I figured you would. You don't steer us wrong. You know. You know. <laughs> I try. I try. <laughs> okay. Anything else? We good? Uh, nothing pertinent. No. No. All right. Well, thank you for listening. This has been Comic Book Pit, episode 316. I've been your host, Dan Greenwald, and uh, with me in the Skypeverse is Scott the Duke Headland. Stay metal. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Caitlin, no nickname, Cop Millward. Peace out. And Brandon Link Cop Millward. Suck it, Stone Cold 316. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. And, and coming soon, our, our contest to decide on a nickname for Kate. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>